Before we start, we want to let you know we've launched a Patreon page where supporters can receive perks like bonus episodes and exclusive content. Because Pop Fiction Women is our passion project, a place where we give women space to show up and offer in-depth analysis in the ways we're used to hearing about male creators and their characters. We delve into creativity and psychology with a dash of astrology, and we have so much fun doing it. Just two friends breaking down books, movies, and shows like Normal People, Fleabag, and I May Destroy You. Every single aspect of this podcast we do ourselves, from the preparation to the recording, from the editing to the social media promotion. So we're adding a Patreon platform because we want to keep making the show you love and hopefully expand it even further. So please consider becoming one of our most complicated fans and contributing on Patreon. To learn more, go to patreon.com forward slash popfictionwomen. This is Pop Fiction Women. I'm Corinne. I'm Kate. And we're complicated. Blunt. Total boss. But sometimes a mess. Opinionated. But never boring. And in this podcast, we're discussing the complicated women of the best books, TV, and movies. Along with the complicated women behind the scenes. Warning, lots of spoilers ahead. So come back when you're done. Hurry up, it's starting. Hamilton. Okay, sorry. Oh, it's out there for the whole world to see. So amazing. And I think the whole world has seen it. I mean, from uh, everybody oh I know is talking about it. It's all over Twitter. It's everywhere. It, it is all over. And you know, I'm not a tweeter. You're you're our tweeter here. <laughs> but it's even on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Instagram stories. I mean, everyone, this is like the send your child to school the first day where everybody, yes. the obligatory, Back everybody to has to post it. And the funny thing is, it's literally pictures of people's TVs. I'm I like, know. Your TV is not interesting to me. No. Yes, exactly. I'm like, yes, we can all see it. We all have a TV. I got no, it. No, but I appreciate I it. Know. I appreciate that everyone kind of wants to be in on it and just saying like, I'm watching it too. Everyone is watching it. It's, it's everywhere. And from what I've already seen from this weekend, everyone's not only just watching it, it's multiple times. Like I have people sitting on their couches in different outfits from the day before, <laughs> where watching it again, like showing a different part, yes. having their commentary. Oh my God. Because so now good. now it's ours, as, as Lin-Manuel yes. Miranda tweeted. And yes. you can stop it and rewind it and oh. watch your favorite song again. And yes. the close-ups now, you know, which you don't yes. get in live theater. I can That's I can right. see the spit on Jonathan Groff's lips, you know. Love I mean, it. it's... Love it's it. A, it's so crazy. So we had yes. to talk about it. What does this have to do with Pop Fiction Women, Corinne? <laughs> nothing who cares this is just a it's just a world phenomenon and if you're not talking about it because it's not in your genre well then you need to just blow up your genre because this is everything yes it is since we are pop fiction women we we're going to slant this towards the women for at least for a little bit we'll start off with the Skylar sisters the Skylar sisters yes which by the way the spelling of this is where my daughter's name comes from which is actually the Dutch name uh, is Skylar, which is a beautiful name, but I didn't want Skylar. 
And we dropped the S and dropped the U and made her Kyler. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I did not yes. know that. Not in relation to Hamilton, right. but just in the relation yeah. to Skylar. That's so cool. The Skylar sisters, Angelica, Eliza, and of course, Peggy. And Peggy. Sorry. And Peggy. Yes. So who do you relate to, Kate? Or as you seem to like to answer questions, who do you definitely not relate to? <laughs> we could take it either way. This, you're just making fun of my boomerang uh, I episode. Where, <laughs> I love it. I am not. I love it. I love what you see and then go, that's not me. <laughs> yeah. And I feel a little, this is so weird because I'm going to yes. relate it back to boomerang too. In boomerang, hey. I said, not Angela. Definitely not yes. Angela. And then yes. I went on this whole thing about how I thought Angela kind of was one way throughout and then turned. And when she mm-hmm. turned, I maybe related a little more. And that that's a little bit like uh, Eliza for me. First oh. of all, but I will answer your question. I relate more okay. to Angelica. I will say okay. this affirmatively. Okay. So I'll talk about Eliza. So first, because, you know, at first I do think that as her as Angelica says about her, you'll never find anyone as trusting or as kind. Kind. And, you know, so I think that's how I think of her for a lot of the show. This like trusting, kind sister who kind of wins Hamilton by default, honestly, Mm -hmm. um, because Angelica pulls out of the race. Right. And then she's even a little bit of a nagging wife, you know, Mm. doting mother, you know. But then after the affair with Byrne, and, and, you yes. know, I'm erasing myself from the narrative and she sort of shows her agency and, and that's where I find her more appealing to me. Like the where, oh, when she turns. Wow. That I could relate to her more than anything up to that point in the story. Oh, I love it. So, and then at the end, I mean, of course, you know, we find out again at the very, very end that all, all that Eliza did in terms of of his legacy and and then her own mm-hmm. contributions and so i mean i could the last at the end i can definitely relate to more than her, yeah. sort of three quarters of the eliza of the story sure okay yeah interesting interesting yes and what about angelica because angelica is definitely the one i relate to most but i have a feeling that we're not even going to relate on the same level probably not I don't know I mean uh, there's a lot of ways I think we would she's very smart yeah okay assertive yes loyal I mean what and and loving to her sister I mean I think her loyalty to me is the thing I really do relate to how she look is looking for a mind at work right she's attracted to Hamilton's intellect and his ability to write and you know that's what turns her on like no one can match you for turn of phrase yeah that's what she's into about him and that totally I can relate to so and she's sort of the badass one right you know (laughs) imploring uh Thomas Paine to include women in the sequel you know she's the one but she understands you know her station in life and that she has to be the one to marry because mm-hmm. that's just at that time that was what it was expected of her as the firstborn yes. and so she's pragmatic yes. too right I mean she she understands okay, yeah. that's what she needs sure. to do so I, I definitely think that's a lot of reasons yeah. it's a lot of reasons but then you know I'm not sure what Angelica really does in the story other than sort of be 
his muse and 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 yeah. is there for her sister but you know ultimately her role like she doesn't actually do that much you get that one hint yes, where she tells true. tells uh hamilton to speak with jefferson like giving him like yes. that's the one sort of bit you yes. see where she's offering him some advice so he, that she's mm-hmm. like a trusted counsel to him i would have liked right. a little more of that uh, yeah. out of her but yeah, yeah but no i i'm definitely more angelic I, I just love to hear what you see in in characters. And I I see all of that. I do. For me, the thing I relate to most is something she never even really gives to herself. It's something Hamilton gives to her when he spots her right away and says, you look like a woman who's never been satisfied. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that is definitely me. And that is, and we'll talk about that a little bit later too. It's it's a Hamilton it's a thing Hamilton. as well. Yeah. yeah. But she's like, hmm, interesting. Tell me more about that. And I like that. I, again, the same thing, like you said, I'm looking for a mind at work. And is this what it's like to match wits? Mm-hmm. You know, that is something that appeals to me as well in, in a partner. And, and as you had said, this idea of she has this duty to her family. I know I felt that way not to marry rich the way she does yeah. but for me it was to be the first I was the first person in my family to graduate from college and I felt a lot of responsibility in mm-hmm. that way and you know I wondered for her like what if she had just married Hamilton and what if that what, wonder what their love story would be like just being the firstborn I think is yeah you just automatically feel the weight of expectation of your family even when they don't put it on you right that's what I related to the most for her yeah I like that and I just love that song satisfied oh it's my, it, is that on, I, is that on one of your picks when we get to it our, is, oh me too oh, is. you thought we wouldn't overlap oh, but it's I didn't yeah think when I left the theater and I was like I don't even know what just happened to me but that was one of those songs that I was like I need to know that song like, yeah you know where they stop and they go rewind and it's she unbelievable. says unbelievable it's like a flashback yeah. how who how do you think of yes. that and and then I oh. completely remember in the theater I was like oh oh my god wait oh oh wait she loves him oh oh god yes. oh no there's like, yes. and you see it like unfold oh it's so good that was the first moment other than maybe tearing up at Alexander got better, but his mother went quick. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that was. But that moment when I realized that she says the three truths, uh, fundamental truths at the exact same time. Yeah. I was like, okay, that's when I was just crying. I'm like, oh, this is, I didn't see this coming. And oh my gosh, this is so good. And the responsibility and the sacrifice. And oh my gosh. Listen, I know this is a musical about the founding fathers, but I do believe that. Lin-Manuel Miranda did give us just these vividly imagined female characters and Mm. I know that there is some I have read some criticism which I could talk about but but I I choose to see it this way like I really given that it is Alexander Hamilton's story as we you know like to say but it was Marcus's story in Boomerang I mean it's only so much what you can do when it really is he is the hero of the story but right but you know the whole thing he's asking in this musical right is is who who gets to tell your story who lives who dies who tells your story and yeah to me that's where the women really do come in I mean they absolutely they are in this case I mean ultimately Hamilton's story 
is is secured and his legacy is secured by his wife right she and yeah. you find out that all of this exists because of her and angelica's efforts that to yes. me is like that's she's like the author of the story that last verse you know yeah and and also the the bat the his downfall too mariah reynolds yes. also right so the women well, play a key role in him coming out with, as who he is, right? Because then that that's a big deal. My kids love the moment where um, Jefferson is going, you'll never be president now. Yeah. And he writes the Reynolds <laughs> paper. Yeah. But, uh, but that is, and that's definitely Hamilton, but it is a reaction to what happened with, obviously with, with Mariah. And it just shows who he is in a different way, that he had to not allow them to have power over him and get that out of out of his closet. And right. maybe a little too ruthlessly, a little too honestly, which I could also relate to. But yeah, yeah. But yeah his story is often defined by the women in his life, or at least prompted by, or continued by. Yeah. They're an important part of the narrative. Yes. Let's say Although one of the criticisms that is that his destruction is caused by a woman. So you're you're saying the, the, the Reynolds papers, I mean, that was something that is cited as, oh, look, and of course, you know, he's destroyed by a woman. I'm like, well, mm. I think he destroyed himself. So, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, and then Elizabeth, yeah. uh, I'm sorry, Elizabeth, uh, well, her name actually is Elizabeth, but Eliza, yes, Eliza, sort of then the doting stand by your man. And I'm like, no, no, no. Like she, yeah. I didn't see it that way. I really didn't. I didn't either. And I think that's was intended, like meaning Lin-Manuel Miranda wanted yeah. you to see it in a different way. Yeah. But who knows? I mean, we don't know what she was Ooh, thinking course, right. right she she might have felt like i have to just stay now i have no other choice who knows but as far as the musical goes i do think it's portrayed she uh, she gets the final scene eliza i mean yes. she is the one standing at the edge of the stage and yeah you hear how she interviewed soldiers who fought with hamilton she raised funds yes. for the washington monument she established like the first private orphanage like, because he was an orphan yeah yes and so yeah. i don't know in the final moment you know she's the one out there yes um and I thought for him that he was acknowledging that, you know, that women also built this country. And, and, and in addition to, obviously, his broader message here of diversity and in the casting and everything yes, else. But, I absolutely. mean, I, I focus just on the women. I mean, I think, again, for a show about the, the founding fathers, these women are, are, are very prominent in the story. Yes, absolutely. And certainly more, I mean, I literally never learned about the Schuyler sisters yeah in history ever yeah. like I learned about Alexander Ham Hamilton and Thomas Jefferson and George Washington and so while it may be woefully incomplete for 2020 I, compared to what we're actually taught in school this is uh, exactly way better way way better <laughs> progress people progress yes. doesn't happen overnight right exactly so our favorite songs Oh boy! Well, should we start? Well, with I already touched on. Yeah, I already <laughs> touched on my first one, which was satisfied, and I just love the idea, the concept of never being satisfied. I actually have been thinking about it. I'm like, I don't know. And she, Angelica, seems to not necessarily believe in it, maybe the way Hamilton does, 
because she does say, I hope you're satisfied, or she kind of chides herself, great, now you set him up with Eliza, he'll never be satisfied. I just, I'm not sure I find value in satisfaction. Right. And yeah. Like, that's not, I never strive to be satisfied. And maybe that's a problem. I'm, I, because maybe you would see it as then w- w- you'd be done striving and you don't want to be yes. done striving. You want to, I, I totally get that. Yeah. Yes. No. Because so, then what? Yeah, that's how I feel. I'm like, what is the point? Yeah, no, I. So it's yeah. true. I didn't think of it that way, but that is a good point. I see. To me, this song, I've uh, the things I love about it are, like you said, the the fact that in the middle of a song in a Broadway show, I can he somehow does this like time lapse and retells yeah. the story from another perspective, and I was like, yes. that's just brilliant. I can't even believe what I just watched, and. You know, oh my God. with that, yes. with when he when it goes around in circles, the stage rewind, and rewind, rewind, yes, rewind, and you're yes. and then you're like, wait, what's happening? Are I you... remember that night. I remember that, that night. night. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So that just to me was so brilliant. But I was just so, like I said, like mesmerized or or freaked out by the by the love triangle. I was just like, oh. Mm. Oh no. Oh, but you love him. I'm like, oh, like then I googled that too. I remember at the time. I'm like, wait, was he really in love with his wife's sister? And there right. is, of course, not that his he's totally factually accurate, Lynn Manuel right. Miranda in the show. But right. but right. there is usually kernels of truth to these things. Yes. And, it, and it was. And I just thought, Oh, this is so fascinating. This is like a, a soap opera of the seventeen eighties. Like what the hell? Yes. Yes. Um, yes. I know on the Twitter watch party that they hosted the cast the other night that Lin-Manuel Miranda said this was the greatest, he believes this is the greatest song he's ever written and he will never be able to top it. Oh, I love hearing that because right? that's how I feel. I, like I said, I remember there were two things. The, the first time I saw it, it was such a blur. I, I didn't, I definitely wasn't catching the brilliant lines that we'll, we hear, but I remembered that when she said three fundamental truths at the exact same time, I was like, that's what I'm going to Google when I get home. Mm-hmm. And Renee Elise Gold- Goldsberry. Oh, my, oh my gosh. gosh. I mean, she is incredible. I cannot speak like that. I cannot sing like that. Although in my car, I always do. I am like I know, going the, for it. The, the amount of words she gets out per oh, second in, yeah. in, in that, yeah. you know, uh, he also. Yeah, I get key and kite. Yes. This is yeah. what match, matched with see in this way, the key, key right? height, right? That's it. <laughs> That's all I got. Exactly. No, it's incredible. She is phenomenal. It's and when this is another tweet, but Lynn's wife, another Fordham Law grad, thank you very yes. much. Yes. She tweeted during it that she remembers the day when they had auditions and Renee came in and Lynn came home and said, I found Angelica Schuyler. Like she, and and, amazing. That's the other thing, you know, you think to yourself, yeah, you can write this. Yeah. But who can deliver it? Can do the, yeah. Who can do this? And not only execute, but her performance is just mind blowing. It really is. So, I mean, there's also a story where he was originally writing himself as Aaron Burr. Oh, yes, I know. Yeah, yeah. right? Uh And at one point, and it was a Dear Theodosia? It was Wait For It. Okay. uh, And he said he wrote himself out of the part. Right, what Tommy Kale said. Oh, you 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 just just wrote yourself out of of this. You can't, 
you can't deliver this vocal performance the way it needs to be delivered. And that's how he became Hamilton. Yeah, I know he wanted so, to be Burr. And he said, yes. oh, forget it. And he, oh, it was way forward in the room where it happens. He says, okay. are two of the best songs I've ever written in my life. And yeah. Leslie only Odom Jr. got them because basically like I couldn't, once I wrote them, I knew I couldn't write them. <laughs> Leslie's voice is a little stronger. <laughs> it is. And it's just a different range. Yes, well, so. exactly. But that leads oh, me to my next yes. favorite, which comes, okay. comes, well, two songs later, which is wait for it. Oh, yeah. You knew I had to pick this. Of course. Oh, this I is like did. my number one, without a doubt. Yes, um, yes. First of all, Leslie Odom Jr., period. Yes. I mean, full stop. I mean, would now be a good time to talk about how we met him? I mean, in case okay, people yes. aren't following our Instagram or That's Twitter. Right. Yes. After this came out in 2016, I guess he finished his run at some point in in that next year and then he yeah, put out I think an it was album like summer yeah summer so summer of yeah. 2017 he performed mm-hmm. locally here at the west hampton performing arts center and i had tickets and i yeah. asked if you wanted to go yes and he of course performed songs from his own things and he saved though the hamilton songs for the end and you remember him joking because yes. if i sang him at the beginning y'all would leave like, like yeah. yeah i know i know why you're here yeah but we didn't know that afterwards they were you could meet him and i don't know we were in the lobby and then i think mm-hmm. people were queuing up and we're like wait what's happening or something right but we, we were yes. so we were first or second in line then somehow yeah. someone whispered you know like i think he's coming out so yeah we and and remember i was mumbling under my breath because it was like so quick they were like, okay you're up and <laughs> yes I was that's like, right yes get your shit together kate get your shit together and he looked at me yes. and he's like do you have your shit together kate and i was like oh my god he said my name <laughs> he said my name it was so good <laughs> because here's the thing Kate and I have been to things before, and you're usually the one with the connection, right? Like Emily <laughs> Giffen, we go, and I'm a little starstruck, but you, like, it just comes from a different place. Not that you're too cool or something, but Hell it just no. comes from a different place. You have a different relationship, right? It's right. far beyond mine. And so you just come from a different place. And I'm usually the one, like, telling myself to pull it together. and. Right this was you doing it, which was such a funny thing. And I was like, oh my God, look at this. Look at her like fangirling, total fangirling. And then he's like, do you have your shit together, Kate? It was too I, oh my God. fucking Meanwhile, perfect. you say this, but then you get in these situations and uh, then you're like, it, it, oh, I know. Cool as a cucumber <laughs> and have ex- know exactly what to say. I mean, you mentioned the Emily Giffen once. Oh, you leave out that at the, <laughs> oh, one of them... We're at her after party thing yes. for one of her book releases and Ed Burns is there and I'm like, Duh. and you're like pulling out like references to like his movies and shit. And what what did you even say to him? I and said, he- I'm so, you, if anyone could see me, I am so red in the face right now because I still can't, I don't even think I had a full drink in me. And I was like, it wasn't that. It was just, this is how I get, this is who I am. And I go to him. So I heard Tom Petty hates you. See, <laughs> like, that's my point. You you still have something to say. And it's funny and it's interesting. And he loved it and he launched into a whole story and he talked to just us for so long and then was like, tell us, tell me about you girls. I was like, oh 
my god we need to get this that photo amazing. out where is our ed burns photo i gotta we get i gotta find that i'll find that out. it i mean we do yeah so anyway anyway yeah we actually we took a picture with leslie odom jr long story short which we did you pointed which out which i just love the picture the picture it's... is so good and you made such a good observation You're like he looks so comfortable like his arms are around <laughs> us like he looks so happy <laughs> yes it's not like a st- i have so many staged author photos like when i go to a book signing yes. and then afterwards and it just like you know there there's a long line of people and this is part of their job it's they don't know us so they're not gonna like put your put their arm around you and like look like they're so comfortable but he somehow did oh my gosh it just looks like we're all like the three of us having the best time yeah which really we were yes but he asked us questions like he did we were talking somehow i was saying that i grew up in west hampton he's like this is a beautiful town you're very lucky yes that's right it was like legit conversation i mean oh god anyway so the point is good okay i loved i loved this song anyway but i I, number one reason is leslie odom jr but it's a great song i mean in terms of the story it tells us everything we need to know about aaron burr it is, as you said the other day, his origin story. Mm-hmm. We learn about his parents, his love for Theodosia, who's married. Yes. It sets yes. up, most importantly, I think, how he differs from Hamilton. Yes. Um, but it's it's my pick because it literally stops me in my tracks every single every time. time I hear it. Yeah. It's an earthquake to me, like a, mm. a force that knocks me out. Mm. Like it comes about a quarter of the way into the show right and and at that point you know you, you I don't know your head's sort of spinning a little from like the historical facts and then we just come off like the satisfied and oh shit there's like a love triangle and then I don't know he we just get to this and it just sort of like shocks me like it cha- the changes in pace you know how it's slow and yeah. then just like erupts Yes, and I'll yes. be walking down the street. I'm not kidding. I know I've done this. The streets of New York City, like listening. And if somebody was walking by, they would think I was insane. Like I'm like pumping oh, yeah. my fist. Like, wait, oh, me. wait. Like, yeah. That's me. It's oh, so yeah. crazy. And the lyrics, I, I, I mean, love doesn't discriminate between the sinners yeah. and the saints. It takes yes. and it takes and it takes. And we oh. keep loving anyway. We yes. laugh and we cry and we break and we make our mistakes. Yes, it's yeah. exactly right. And then oh. my favorite, my absolute favorite, I am inimitable. I am yes. an original. Original. And then yes. he says, I'm not falling behind or running late. Wait mm. for it. Wait for it. I'm not standing still. I'm lying, I'm lying in, in wait. wait. And yes. that's where I get like, oh, look at my, I'm like clenching my fist yes. right now. I'm like, I am, <laughs> I am not standing still. I am lying in wait. So look yes. out because yes. I am an original. I just, I love it. I love it so I, much. I have a little bit to add, not a lot, but I'm going to save that for, for what's our, oh, yes. what we're going to do, do for that. what's your damage. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. So we'll come back to that one. It's a good one. It's a good one. But I will say, I didn't even know this song. Like, I almost didn't even know the song existed until you told me to, like, really listen to really? it. And, like, yes, and pointed out some of those lines. Wow. I have, I'll talk about it. Let's okay. save it because I have definitely have some thoughts there. But I think my next one is a Burr song, but it is Dear Theodosia. Oh, so good. Oh, that's, that's, right? I have an honorable mention because I can only, yes, three. that's my, 
That's so good. Yeah. I kind of thought you were going to pick it too, so. Yes. I mean, this song just destroys me. And again, same thing for you. It's Leslie Odom's voice. Holy oh. shit. It's so soft and powerful. How that's possible, I'm not really sure, but he has such a perfect light touch. And this song just reduces me to tears every time. I can't. So good. I can't get through it. I can't. And how they're both talking about domestic life was never quite my thing. And then you changed everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just, oh, I just, I just know that feeling, not only in relation to parenthood, but just I know that feeling. Like I thought I was so smart. I thought I had all of this figured out and my world is upside down and yeah. how incredibly wonderful that is that is just my general life feeling I, mm-hmm. I think I think I have everything figured out something turns it on it on its head and I'm like god it's so much better at this side like on this side of things so right. and I, in terms of the yeah. story like I love when Mer- Lin-Manuel Miranda comes in and they're doing it together it's just yes and, and then you really do see I mean you everyone knows from the first song and from history how this ends right mm-hmm. <laughs> these two but yeah. in that moment you see how similar they are right and mm-hmm. how how connected yes. they are yes. and so even though we talk a lot about their differences and we'll talk more about it yes and and their and how it ends between them you're they, right there's such similarities and with them both on the stage just like next to each other oh i yes. love that moment yeah, and you'll come of age in our new nation. nation. It's just the hope. Bleed the, and the, fight for you. Oh, it's we'll so make it right for good. you. Yeah, oh. and you'll blow us all away. Love that one every time. Yeah. Every time it crushes me. What about you? What's your next one? So my third one is It's Quiet Uptown. I knew it. I, I knew this. <laughs> it's yes. just, I know. Mine are not like the obscure picks, that's for sure. Oh, well. I, mean, I think there are lots of people's favorite it's just the heartbreak in this just it, yeah. I cannot listen to this one like if wait for it is I can't listen to without pumping my fist and being totally right. like pumped up like earthquake yeah. like I said eruption this is just tears every yeah. time without yeah. a doubt I, I cried during dear Theodosia a lot too so I shouldn't say that yeah. but but this one it's just waterworks like again I could yes. be walking down the street and oh my god the unimaginable as they said is yes. what if you lost your child and yes. and just the the heartbreak and how you try to push away the unimaginable there's yeah. there's suffering too terrible to name you hold your yeah. child as tight as you can right i mean everyone who's who's has a child i think or or even is you know you're still a child of someone yes. right so yes. you just i think everyone just goes right to those thoughts of how unimaginable that would be and then yes it feels easier to just swim down oh Oh, when you're in so deep that's an angelica line yeah it's just and i will say i i've listened to the hamilton mixtape i'm I'm sure you have with other artists that cover his songs and for the most part i don't i always like the original better i will yeah but this one kelly clarkson does an amazing job like this is one where i'm like holy shit like because her voice is just it's like got that scratchy and like it's she's it's really really good so i think that's yeah. worth listening to but it'll make you cry too so yes okay <laughs> i don't really cry at this one really? I, I mean I, I, I look 
I'm a human being and I'm a crier <laughs> anyway, but I guess I'm starting to realize I tend to cry. Hope makes me cry. Ah, okay. Sad things are sad. I feel, I mean, it's devastating, but the waterworks are the hope and the promise and the optimism. Yeah. Like that's when I, of, of Dear Theodosia, this sadness, it's terribly sad and I feel horrible and I, I definitely cry. But it's not the same for That's me. That's interesting. I yes, like that, I know. Though. I just thought of it because I was like, "What is wrong with me?" But I was like, "That's it's just a different thing. It's like, it's whatever touches like gets to that raw nerve for you." Yeah, and yeah. for me, it's it's the hope and the optimism more so than the sadness. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Oh, and then my last one is. Oh, I want to guess. I want to guess. Go guess. Oh. Do it. Wait, it could be anywhere, right? We weren't going in order. We sort of were, but then. You're right. I was thinking you, of the room where it happened or no? Oh, no. I do not even like that. Okay. Song. <laughs> Damn. Damn. I thought you would. Well, might Burn. What about Burn? No. That's her song. I like Hurricane. Okay. Oh, so here's me? my. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm Hamilton, Kate. Okay. Oh. Let, let me give you my long list. Satisfied. Well, Alexander Hamilton's great. Alexander Hamilton's satisfied, nonstop, dear Theodosia, meet me inside. I love, but oh, I can't even begin to get it on this list because there's, we can't, there's just too much to too talk many. about. Exactly. Cabinet battle, number one. Oh, and my uh, son tells me not number two. I love them. I don't like number two. It's number oh, okay. one for me. It's all number That's one fair. for me. Say no to this. Oh, I God. love that song. It's, He's- I, the change in pace, the struggle, I love all of it. The the sultry tones of it. It's so different from so many other songs. I he, love it. I love that too. And he tweeted about that too and said it oh. was it was the, the song that he had the least fun writing. Oh. And he says because he goes, hey, did you did you grow up Catholic? Question mark. Imagine having to write say no to this. I yeah. felt like shit for days. <laughs> so I thought that was funny. That is funny. Love it. So that was on my long list. And then Hurricane. And then, which also I just love. Oh, Guns and Ships too. Another one of my favorites. That's just like, how how is this possible? How is anyone doing this right now? Like, I can't even say the words, let alone try to yeah, get them exactly. out the way they do. But then my, here's my third, my final. It's definitely the world was wide enough. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I love this song this ah oh, makes me cry so much what Lin-Manuel Miranda captures in this song is truly mind-blowing I mean this one song is an entire story yeah like uh, from begin it has a beginning middle and an end and it has arcs and it has transformation I mean he starts with he was gonna kill Burr is looking at Hamilton saying he's gonna kill me justifying what he did and then he's like, fuck, I really did not need to do that. And Hamilton died, but I'm the one who has to live with this, having killed him. I, I've never in my life had such a soft spot for a villain. Yeah. And he turns it around. And and for him to realize not only like, he wasn't like, you know what, Hamilton was right, I was wrong. He actually says the world was wide enough for both, both Hamilton and me. Yes. And that is so brilliant. But then also the whole thing, the duel, and then Hamilton's part of it. Oh, uh, Hamilton's part of it is when I really cry. Like, what if this bullet is my legacy? 
How will they remember me? I'm running out of time. I'm running out of time. My time's up. Wise up. Eyes wise up. up. Oh, oh God. Yes. I catch a glimpse of the other side. Then he sees oh, his My son his is son. on the other side. He's with my mother on the other side. Washington's on the other side. Teach me how to say goodbye. Rise up, rise up. It really gets up. in oh, so rise many rise of, like, teach me how to say oh. goodbye is from oh. what he wrote for Washington. Yeah. Like, oh, it's, it's everything. Like, I have chills yes. from my head to my toes right now. Like, oh, it's so. Good. It really does. It does cheat a little because it does bring in some of the other songs. But I love that. Yes. It, it, and I, you call that cheating. I call that like brilliant, everything. Brilliant. Bur- I know. Yeah. Like exactly. It. it and you say some. I think it brings in almost all. I all mean, it really. Prob- yeah. Yes. You're right. Even in little words, like he's got weight, weight in there, and I mean, it's just. It's got between uh, the sinners and the saints. Death doesn't yes. discriminate between the sinners. Wow. Yeah. I just pulled so, up the lyrics because I was like, geez, it really does. Yeah. And, but now and, I'm the villain in your history. I yeah, was too young. Because I survived, but I paid for it. For it. Yeah. Oh. I'm the damn fool that shot him. Yeah. So mm. I love this song. And then yeah. the weight, and then he strikes, and then it slows again. Oh, the whole thing. It just makes me cry so much. Oh, I, this. That's. That is a good one. In fact, I think if I had to pick just one, I think this would be it. This would be it. It's well, just I'm so gonna, complete. Yeah, it's it so is. Complete. It is complete. It's I not my singular right. favorite, but it is right. my. It's just so complete. Everything's there, and the hope, the sadness, like all of it's in there. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a good choice. <sighs> so good, so good. Uh, you know, the the problem with picking the favorites is some of the some of like my favorite more like i would say from the smaller characters don't get in right. there like i love oh so should jackson we go? as yes. washington so i don't get any yes. of his songs you know what i mean right. so so that well that's where i was yeah. thinking we would rely on killer quotes killer quotes the only one i really wanted to highlight uh, other than oh wait there's the king too yeah i was gonna say um, one of mine is the king yeah yeah so he has two in the meet me inside and then god i'm blanking on which is the kind of other other version because almost every song has two versions in this yeah uh, so so he has the dying is easy like when hamilton's saying i'm willing oh, to die and yeah and he, dying, is says, e- dying is easy living is harder right and then the later one is winning is easy governing governing is harder, is harder. he's so good and I love his voice and I love the two of them together. I think they have a real, really good chemistry. Mm-hmm. But one last time, I, I mean, I really like that song. Christopher Jackson, amazing. Well, so, so the other who I, we have to talk about the king. Yes. See, now that's where I get a lot of the, the, like, that's how I would have answered it because I would have been like, oh, in that, the last song he says, wait, he's giving up power. Is that something yeah. you can do? I wasn't how will they decide? That was something you can yes a person yes, could do true. and why would you do that and and like yeah. I don't I don't understand I mean uh, that character I mean Jonathan Groff and the king I mean he really mm-hmm. that he talk about a scene stealer and I and, will kill and your also friends the brilliance. and family to yes. remind you of my love yes, and, and does, does da, da 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 count as yeah. a as a killer quote because it should <laughs> <laughs> there's so many good ones we don't even need to but but the brilliance of Lin-Manuel Miranda knowing that an audience that wasn't used to hearing this much rap and hip-hop needed these kind of 
more familiar breaks in the the action yeah. which the king gives and which Mariah Reynolds gives the brilliance of that alone is something to to note but Jonathan Groff the way he plays it oh it's just so good it's so good I think him and David Diggs really yes. are scene oh. stealers and anytime yes. they're on the stage I'm just particularly when he comes back as Jefferson what did I miss I mean, yes, I that's a, love that's that. funny. That's my it's, husband's favorite. Yeah, it's uh, like so, entry. Yes, what yeah. an entry, right? Yes. I mean, and yes. it's got like this sort of like show tuny kind of what did I miss? And like jazz yeah. hands, and it's it's fantastic. I prefer him as Lafayette. Do you? I, yeah, Guns and Ships is my favorite, and he's like, we need Hamilton. How he does this in a French accent is beyond me. I love it. That's a good point. It is just amazing that so many pieces in this are just truly, truly extraordinary. Okay, so should we move on to what's your damage? What's your damage? Yeah, I don't know where we're going with this, but I know you do, and I'm excited. Well, I don't know. So this is what I wanted to talk about. So we wanted to, to try to keep it on the women, but then like in Boomerang, when it's not their story, they don't really have as much damage to explore and I thought this was the perfect place to explore the fact that I often say that I am like the (laughs) Hamilton and you are like the Burr mostly just in the in our mindsets not obviously yes it's like (laughs) we are yeah we are not enemies we are not um gonna end up shooting each other (laughs) right right but and I guess mine is really about whatever is perceived as the damage of Hamilton. And again, in case anybody's listening to us for the first time, damage is not like what's bad about you. It's kind of like what drives you. And Mm -hmm. for me, I am so aligned with Hamilton's mindset that immigrant mentality, which I get from my Puerto Rican grandmother, work hard, work smart know the system, game the system, override the system. I mean, that's essentially what I was taught from like a very young age before I even knew what any of it meant. And I also have that survival resilience that he has. I mean, I wasn't born in the mid 1700s where like anything could kill you. And I certainly didn't have quite as many trauma and tragedies as he did. But I had my fair share of poverty, addiction, danger in my childhood that it became the core of me to be a self-starter to young scrappy feel, and hungry yeah i was going to i was <laughs> i was going to say a self-starter and also fending for myself but i don't that was my next line i, I don't care how old i am mm-hmm. i will always be young scrappy and hungry always and also like hamilton i always believed that the law and writing and writing ruthlessly and unnecessarily honest things would get me out of whatever I was in and and I say that how I like hurricane now I think I've learned my lesson I don't know that I would quite ever get to the point that he did but I have learned some self-censorship is just about privacy and not but I have this innate feeling that no one is allowed to have anything over me there's not a single skeleton in my closet because I like I can't live with that it makes me so anxious that I have to just tell it I'm like I'll tell you you would write the Reynolds papers I would (laughs) 
definitely have written the Reynolds Hearing. I mean, let's be honest. I wrote a New York Times article that said I was willing to divorce my husband because he wouldn't have more children with me. I mean, that's pretty right. private stuff that right, I did right. not need to say out loud. But I just have that thing that makes me want to say no no you don't know like I'll tell you you can't use that against me I'm so willing to just give you all the shit because I don't want you to think that that's the way it is it's a weird thing and I relate to it very much so well I agree with are you gonna say I mean all of those things you just said are true about yourself and Hamilton but how about the non-stop are we yes of course I'm like you're getting to that right to me that's the number one thing about you that's similar it is. Why do it you is. write like you're running out of time? It is. And and this is where I think it has come clear to me because I, when you're writing by yourself, it doesn't really matter the pace you write at, the right. fervor you write with, mm-hmm. whatever it is, it really doesn't matter. It's something that I've learned with you. And, yeah. and this is, again, why I wanted to position us as Hamilton and Burr in this way. And I think maybe more... Lin-Manuel Miranda, Leslie Odom, who cares? It doesn't matter. Um, (laughs) Is that you, and I I wrote this on Instagram, like you have been teaching me the value of waiting for it for Mm -hmm. a long time. And it's something I'm constantly amazed by. But again, so my point is, I don't think I would have seen myself in that way that I write like I'm running out of time. Even though it's true, I wouldn't have seen it until I started working with you as much as I have. And you're just like, chill wait for it like which is so funny because no one would call me chill of Um, course (laughs) but compared to you I might be (laughs) right like a little bit a little bit well it's not that you're chill it's just that you're willing to you're what what's your line like I'm not standing still I am lying lying wait wait. yes yes so at the appropriate time exactly it's not that you're chill like back there eating grapes or something no 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 no. that that's a good point that's a good point it's it's a little more calculated in a way exactly Mm -hmm. and that is something I learned from you so when I said before when you said wait for it I I swear to you, I think I listened to this whole soundtrack in addition to have seen the live show and right. was like, I don't wait for it. I don't really remember that. Like, really, I was right. like, I don't really even remember that song. Right, like, right. And then I was on the bus uh-huh. going to work and you were te- you and I were texting and you were like, oh, no, you have like, wait for it. it's the song. Like, that's yeah. it. Right. And I was like, what? What, what? are you talking about? And then <laughs> so you, I you think put you had your type- headphones in and no. Yeah. No, um, I did. I um, and I listened to it and you had, I think, typed a couple of the lyrics to me and I was like, OK, all right. Interesting. I'm going to listen to this. And it's so funny because I think the first few times I had heard it, what I focus on is even the way Burr talks about Hamilton. Hamilton yes. doesn't hesitate. Hesitate. Right, and he exhibits that, and no restraint. He has nothing to lose. He has something to prove. He has nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. Again, that's what I. I'm like, uh, that's me. What is this other stuff around it? Like, it's pretty to hear it in Leslie Odom's voice, but this is what I relate to. And then I started hearing those things, and I'm like, wow, this. There's so much value here, and it is something I respect because you know the person who's like sitting in the back eating grapes, and that's right. fine. You, everyone can be how they are, but 
I knew that wasn't you. So I was like, okay, so what am I missing here? And it was definitely through this song that I started to understand that there was value in exactly, like you said, being a little bit more thoughtful, calculated, showing restraint. Yes. And I was like, huh, interesting. Yeah, but you know, what's so, what's interesting to me though, and I think to Burr in this song about Hamilton, mm. which is, but what is it like in his shoes? So for yeah. me, seeing your relentlessness, which is yeah. a word from the song, yes. and your desire at times, like you say, to blow shit up, like your, mm-hmm. your immediate reaction to something <laughs> mm-hmm. might be, to do the opposite of lying in wait, right? But that's yes. so fascinating because just like you're learning, like, hmm, maybe laying in wait is good. I'm like, hmm, maybe you need a stick of dynamite. I mean, I there's know. the 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 opposite kind of thing is happening for me. Like, I don't know. I mean, that's she's that way is so interesting to me too. Like he like Burr says, he changes the game. He raises yes. the stakes. Like yes. he pushes him like you do to me. So yes. so it's it's you're right. It's just, it's they they there's an appreciation even for Burr in in this of Absolutely. Hamilton's way, but also not him saying, Yeah, but I got a fucking plan too, right? Like I got yes. my way as well. It's not yes. like it's it's very cool. Yes. And I cannot tell you, it is only because of you that I listen to that song so much. And this has become one of my favorite songs for all that it has taught me for just to balance. I'm never going to be Burr. I'm never going to be the person who is lying in wait. But it's teaching me that maybe retreating a little, like coming back a little, isn't giving up isn't letting it go it's just maybe taking a step back and thinking about it in a different way and I do really think it comes from just different perspectives like when you come from that survival mentality it's really hard and this is why I think people have talked about the marshmallow test being kind of rigged with if you come from a place where there's no guarantee that that person's ever going to come back in the room and give you two marshmallows. Why would I pass up what I have here in front of me right now? Right. right. And that it is a privileged mindset to bo- to have that kind of trust. But it's one, uh, you know, it's one me I can, I've earned to some point, like to some extent. I can sit there and trust that the guy will come back in and give me two marshmallows. So right. I've outgrown that mindset and I'm learning a new one. And it, it's it, it's fascinating. You can't erase, I think, a lot of what's programmed in you as a child, but I can learn to balance it out. And it sounds yeah. like that's what you're doing too. You, you'll always have the mindset you have and you're like, huh, what's the value here? I see it. I'm going to practice it a little bit. And I've said it. I've said it to you. Yeah. Like, look at you. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. The one burr attribute that I don't relate to is you know what Hamilton criticizes him for which is for right for, for not, not knowing having what he believes in and agreed. Not, not not that I don't that I don't like although the talk agreed. less smile more, smile more. advice yeah. <clears throat> I I my first reaction to that is oh you know that's not me like I'm gonna tell you what I think and yeah you know I, I'm very yeah. direct and whatever but then I started thinking about it. I do have some burr in me on that yeah. because I do think particularly like in the workplace, right? I'm very yeah. good about 
again, maybe being calculated that there are times where it's, you know, you need to, you know, be really yeah. assertive and yeah. aggressive and say what you want to say. But there's other times where, you know what, the smile might actually suit you or benefit you here. Right. So shut your mouth, yeah. play, you know, but again, it's a more calculated yes. kind of way of doing it. But but I don't like that at the end of the day, the, his main criticism of Burr is that he, nobody knows what you stand for. Like yes. That I don't Agreed. like. That is but, not, and that's not you. Yeah, yeah, that is not that I know. But, but, the, but the talk less, smile more, because otherwise his point is, yeah. your fool's running your mouth off. It's not, yes. that's not always going to serve you. Yeah, I do see a little bit of it there, that, that you have that smile, more talk less. Yes, But yes. again, Particularly strategic, strategic. Yeah. Yes. Like I have a work colleague and she she gets so fired up and she's mm. like, so then I said, did it? And I'm like, yeah, well, just, fucking just smile and be like, yeah, okay. Talk to you later. And just, it's, it's, I can't always do it for sure. Right, but, sure. but sometimes I'm like, hey, now you just got yourself all fired up for what? That's look that's, what they've taught us. Hamilton and Burr. I know, but also us, you and yes. I, I mean, yes. it's uh it's a, I feel like it's an evolution. The seeds were planted with Hamilton and you and I have been the one tending to, to one another's. Yes. I like I that. Lo- right. So Me too. Good. I just pulled that right out of my ass. I know. I nice <laughs> one. <laughs> Oh, all right. So, Kate, I am going to spring a little something on you right now. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, Oh, no. (laughs) Is that a very Burr attribute? By the way, we didn't even mention that Burr and Hamilton are both lawyers, too. So, that's right. Yeah. Yes, that's right. That's right. The parallels continue. Continue. They do. So, what's the surprise? Surprise. Okay. I decided. So, we talked about the segments beforehand. Mm-hmm. And we obviously, there's no what she said because this is created by Lin-Manuel Miranda, what have you. And then I, somewhere along the line I, this morning, I was like, fuck that. You know what? Because I want to do a what she said and I'm going to do it about Vanessa Nadal. Is that? Is, <gasps> yeah, that's his wife. Yeah, his wife. And, and I'm like, she didn't make Hamilton. I don't care. I decided oh. I want to talk about her and we're going to talk about her. So funny. And I said it earlier, but you didn't you give did. me the hint. I didn't because I was like, oh, you, that will come. That will come. You know, I, I wish you told me this because I went in my deep dive, you know, yes. years ago. I also did a deep dive on her because okay. I was just so fascinated. But I don't well, remember half this might... stuff. But I wanted to know what kind of lawyer she was. I wanted to know what law firm she worked at. I do yes. remember some of this, though. Okay. Well, I was going to say some of it might come out. And I didn't do a deep dive. This is just a some some highlights yes tell so me. she went to they went to the same high school together yes. vanessa and lynn mm-hmm. uh, the highly selective public gifted and talented high school hunter, hunter. right yeah. she was two years younger than he was she graduates and goes on to mit where she majors in chemical engineering yeah yeah fascinating to me oh yeah in 2005 lynn reaches out to her and invites her to one of his freestyle love shows mm-hmm. And yes. she likes him. She sees him on the stage and she's like, oh, he's smart. Again, I'm having like an Angelica moment, right? She's yeah. like, ah, look at this. I like yeah. this. And they start dating. Vanessa works at Johnson & Johnson for some time working on anti-aging products with her science background, chemical engineering background. Yeah, she's a patent lawyer, right? Well, that not yet. No, okay, not yet. But it, so okay. at this time, she was working in the chemical engineering okay. uh, aspect. Oh, before law school. 
that's right before yeah, yeah, law school this is mm-hmm. when they first get together and mm-hmm. lynn is getting the heights on broadway at this time right. early in their relationship they fall in love quickly and entirely the way mm-hmm. i do so i also appreciated that oh yeah and he's very vocal about that the love story yes and yeah. i but i loved this what she had to say lynn pulled <laughs> lynn pulled this move that i love and is actually one of my moves as well so she tells the new york times two months later at a big crowded party he didn't exactly say i love you but almost she says at at some point we met up for a kiss and he said you love me she recalled Mm -hmm. i was like oh how presumptuous (laughs) i was a little angry but i couldn't deny it Kate, that is literally me in every relationship. Oh my God, that's amazing. I always want to go get it out there. I'm like, come on, we're in love. Let's not, but I don't want to be the one to say it because I am a kind of person that falls hard and falls fast and not everybody is. So I kind of, I'm aware of that. But I have done that probably in every relationship. I'm like, oh, you love me, huh? And Mm -hmm. And now I see Vanessa's reaction. I could see that to the other person, it's a little off-putting, but also adorable. So it's like, you can't be mad. And it worked. Yes. Yes. You're like, it works every time, Kate. Every (laughs) time. Every time. But I loved that. I just love their love story too. And then Vanessa, she goes on to law school at Fordham Law, which by the way, in my head, I'm thinking of like the ladies. Yes. (laughs) just like us which we both went to Fordham Law as well Mm -hmm. funny though she finds law pleasingly mathematical it says she says Uh, laws are like an equation that you apply to a particular story which I loved that right that's the science person in her yes yes Uh, and then so Vanessa and Lynn get married in 2010 while she's in law school and The Heights is now a massive hit on Broadway. Unlike Hamilton, which will be a massive hit in the realm of all humanity, he Mm -hmm. first had his success really in the realm of Broadway. That won the Tony too for Best Musical. So that's a major success for your first show out of the gate. Absolutely. But Vanessa knows this is not an easy life and she keeps Mm -hmm. at it. She... Graduates from Fordham Law and she goes to work at Big Law. Yeah. She spent five years at Jones Day. Jones Day. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. Uh-huh. Yeah. And Lynn is toiling away on Hamilton. Yeah. She that was prom- still working at Jones Day when it came out, right? I will tell you. Yes, oh, sorry. She, You're like, come on, she, Kate. No. She, so it premieres <laughs> Off-Broadway in 2015, yes. just three months after Vanessa has given birth to their first child. She is still working at Jones Day. Six months later, Hamilton is moved from Off-Broadway to Broadway at the Richard Rogers Theater. And the next year, that's when Vanessa says, okay, I probably need to quit yeah. and ride this wave with my family. And then mm-hmm. two years after that, they have their second child. But also because they had to move to London, right? So he could do Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I wonder if that is. So that didn't connect there. But I wonder if that's exactly what it was. I think that was was part of it too. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. But I just love that they have this push and pull dynamic, right? It's something that I talked about in always be my maybe their crystal ball how I wanted them to take turns being the the lead it's also mm-hmm. something I read in 
this episode isn't out yet, but we'll we'll talk about it when we talk about Tia Williams, the perfect find, right? Mm-hmm. How true partnership is not always balanced. It's this push and pull, one person on top, one person supporting, and then the other person on top, the other person supporting. And I think she's... I, I think we're going to see more of her in that way. I think she'll pivot again or she'll come up to be the leading one while he supports. And maybe it already is actually happening now and we just don't see it because it's behind the the scenes. But Yeah, maybe. They're she's dynamic. very impressive. Very she impressive. She is so impressive. And she said of Lynn that he gets me in a way that no one else does. I'm a scientist oh. at heart. I try very hard not to let my emotions cloud my judgments and he'll see through that and see what I'm really feeling. Oh Just, my God. Right? That's I fantastic. I know. So I feel like he's been very vocal about their love story, but I was I was very happy to hear some of what she thinks about oh, the love story. Yes, because I've heard him, of course. He loves to say yes. it. Like she was like the hot girl that never would talk to him in yes. high school. Like she was younger and cooler and she he's like she had no idea who I was. Like I was like the theater nerd or whatever. And yes. she'll be like, No, I knew who he was like sort of, you know. Right. Like, yes. Like that kind of stuff. But yeah, and but- just the way he lights up when you talk about it. But but you're right. Like he's typically the one being interviewed. So you don't hear yes. from her or her. see her talk about him. That's what I that's what I wanted to give. She's really impressive in her own right. And I'm going to have a little bit more to add when I we talk about who won the musical. Oh, jeez. Oh, you're going to you're going to have more surprises for me. I love not this. surprises, just more Vanessa. OK, more Vanessa. Look at you bringing in another female angle and one of our regular scheduled segments yes. in here. Yes. I like it. Well, Who Won the Musical is not necessarily one of our normal segments that we did do it for Although Boomerang, I think, Who yeah, Won the and Movie. I, and I, that was the last one. I know this, the publishing schedule is very different from the recording schedule, but I think it's going to be a going on. I kind of like this one. I think I want to keep doing it. I know. And when we first did it, I said to you, so when you say who, mm. did, it, did it have to be a person, like a character? No. And you're like, no, no, it could be anything. And yes. so like with that... I actually did have a person, but yeah, I, I, and I don't know if it counts or not. I don't know Go! if it's like cheating, what but is it? but it's it's just it's Lin Manuel Miranda's brain. Mm. I, like this yes. is what I all uh, when you said yes. when I when we talked about this, I'm like that that's everything. Like yes. how this concept could come <sighs> out of a person's brain. Now he's sitting on a beach somewhere reading. The the Chernoff Ron uh, Chernow Ron yep. Chernow yep. Hamilton uh, Ron Chernow's book the uh, the autobiography yeah. of Hamilton and I mean and he's told yes. the story like he's sitting on a beach it's reading a this super en- thick I was kidding, exactly this super, enormous because Ian book. has it yeah yes which should yes. tell you something about him to begin with like, that's his beach read on vacation but I yes. think he had finally you know t- taken a break the heights was a, you know he finally had time to go on a vacation yep. and that's what he chooses to yep. read first of all which tells yeah. you something about his brain yeah. but he reads that yes. book and his first thought is this is it reminds me of a hip-hop story like an immigrant story now who <laughs> reads mm-hmm. that and their brain goes to that and he said that Hamilton reminded him of rapper Tupac Shakur which is how mm-hmm. he came up with the idea for a diverse hip-hop yes. musical about Hamilton's life who who does that 
and and then love it and and then so it's yeah. his brain and clearly no one kate no one no does it. one that's why <laughs> except I really for think lynn the, manuel miranda exactly only this brain would yes. go from that to that yeah. and then and then though the perseverance or the determination mm. to then took him i think seven years to write it and he said during it everyone told him he was insane yes including his mentor and friend a famed lyricist Stephen Sondheim who Mm. knows something about making musicals told him it will never work wow okay if you're now now right now he has won himself a Tony at this point he's done in the heights but still you gotta have a little maybe sense of I don't know, maybe that was a fluke or, you know, I don't know, I've only written one musical. This is Stephen Sondheim. And and this idea is kind of fucking crazy. Like, this is yeah. what I would be thinking. Yeah. And if someone's telling you it's never going to work, he yeah. said also it, he worked on the songs Alexander Hamilton and My Shot each for an entire year. Yeah. What, who would have the perseverance and the determination oh, and to not let anyone else's opinion discourage him or yes. the time it was taking you? And yes. I just, I thought this, it's just Lin-Manuel Miranda's brain and, and, his, oh. and his perseverance. Like, yes. damn. Oh, and his, his, he doesn't give up. He just fucking no. goes and goes and goes and goes. And I know Burr sees it as taking, 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 but... I don't know that has a negative connotation to me. This is this is what I think is taking, taking, taking. He's just like taking a shot over and over and over and over and not stopping and believing in it, believing that he has something to give that's more important. And thank God, right? Thank, thank God. God for this man's brain. So oh. that's what won the musical for me. So good. You just transported me. That was so dreamy. I love it. <laughs> I love I, hearing too, like how long it takes to do a song mm-hmm. or where he was when he was writing a song. Yeah, exactly. Know? It's of inspiration, but also like the toiling away and yeah, and how it requires both. It just does. To, yeah. He said that wait for it. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Wait for it um, hit him while riding a subway to Dumbo. Oh. Just, and, he, and he wrote the rest on the way on the train ride back. Like what? Yes. I don't know. I just see him sitting there and yeah. I don't know. I, I read that also that reminds me, Vanessa lived in Brooklyn with ah. roommates and he lived in the Bronx with roommates. So they were constantly shuttling back and forth. Oh, between. so his train time. was yes. Yeah. And during the Twitter cast uh, chat, yeah. Alex Lacamoire posted like pictures, like a, a bunch of people had things of like when he gave them notes or lyrics for something like, and they're on like the back of a piece of paper. Yeah. Like, this is how Lynn sent me, you know, X song. Like yeah. it was just these words and this idea. And then to see, you know, where it came from and the little seeds and what they turned yes. into. It was just crazy. Yes. Oh, I love that. Well, my who won the musical is the same as who won Boomerang. It's true love. I'm, I'm going with the love story aspect of it. But I will uh, say it's a little different because it spans the show and it spans real life and it ties in the one thing we've yet the 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 pop fiction women staple that we've yet to address <gasps> astrology. Oh my god. Okay, so first let's start with the the love story between Hamilton and Eliza Skyler. Mm-hmm. Now I will admit that I have no idea if this is real or not. I'm just giving you my perspective from watching the show Hamilton or the musical Hamilton. 
it's not, I'm not talking about truly based in history. So yes, I guess in right. that way, we can look at them as characters, right? I repeat someone else's quote mm-hmm. and say that the key to a long marriage is never wanting to be divorced at the same time, which yes. is uh, how I feel about Alexander and Eliza. And it comes out, mm-hmm. she says it to him in that would be enough. That would and, be enough. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he says it though back to her mm-hmm. in Quiet Uptown. In Quiet Uptown. Yes. yes. I know. And who she's I'm pissed. Married. Yeah. Yes. And she's pissed off at still at him, which she should be, about the affair and and also making it so public. Mm-hmm. And she's obviously now mourning her son. And he's like, you know what? I'm not going anywhere. I know I'm not afraid. I know who I married. I'll you know, like I'll stand here by your side and that will be enough and oh I just got chills like that to yes. me that's my love story and I know that's not a lot of people's love story because they want romance and they want interaction and but some and I want that too it's not that I don't it's just that sometimes the most important parts of a love story are the parts where you have to just like this is a really hard time and you have to get through it. And mm-hmm. I think they each give themselves space. Again, this is how I see it. They give themselves space to be themselves as individuals, but also seem to really love each other, right? And that they're willing to stay with that even when there are obstacles, when there are problems. And when I think about my own marriage, the to me, the hardest parts are to get through are the parts where you're just kind of like living your day. Like going side by side. To me, the best parts of my marriage when I look back are the hardest ones. They're the parts when we're forced to come together and overcome something that's bigger than ourselves. And sometimes that's just saying, you have every right to be pissed at me. You don't want to talk to me. You're grieving. You know, in this case, you're grieving. And I'm just going to be here. I'm not afraid. I know who I married. And that that would be enough. Oh, I love I love, that. I love this answer. Like, yeah. And you know what's so interesting? When I yeah. first saw it, or maybe mm. both times, oh, I'll say the opposite. Only this time did I finally see what you're saying. And I didn't know what oh, you were going to say here, but I finally wow. saw this because guess what I saw the prior times, two times? What? Tell me. That, that he... Had that she was second choice, that he oh, was really in love with Angelica gosh, and yeah. she was the runner up. Yeah. And had Angelica just not, you know, sacrificed and introduced her, that he would be with her and that he still needed Angelica and that that's the one he would write to. And that's the one that he yeah. really leaned on. And to me, that was the love story. And it was a sad love story for me sure, because I because was like, was this is yeah. unrequited or yes. unfulfilled. Yes. Yes. And I listen, I do think there, of course, is an element of that. But I saw a different side. And you've now said it so much better than I could have. But that's exactly what I was feeling now this time. I'm like, no, I mean, he really, he did love her. And yeah. they did, you know, have more of a partnership and you know when he did do things she didn't like she she spoke up you know she told him what she wanted she said this would be enough if you would just be give us a fraction of your time you know and stay with us here and or you know when she wants him to come up to the the upstate you know come away with us us for the summer yes yeah exactly like so she and when and then when she finds out about the affair I mean that 
burn, like I said, yes. is like a real turning point for yes. me with Eliza. And she's yes. just like, F you. Like, yes. I'm taking myself out of the narrative. Yeah. Like, and yeah, you don't get to, I, I'm not going to vindicate you with these letters. And I could, but I don't want to because you don't deserve, you didn't consult me when you put mm-hmm. our shit on blast. And now uh, I'm not going to consult you when I take this away. Right. But then people will say, you know, a la Hillary Clinton, that then mm. she just, you know, stood by her man. And yes. But like, like we've learned from that story. She, that's her choice. Okay. And she decided yes. that staying with him, who she loved and her family, and yes. and she was able to move past it. I don't need to understand why. That's not, right. o- only she does. Right. And and then, like you said, by quiet uptown, he he's now, you know, yes. kind of roles have reversed and he's he's yes. saying, I know who I married and I, I, I'm totally with you. And I did not see that oh, I love that. part of the story before. But you and could see my way too, right? At first being like, Oh, he no, clearly loves I nev- the other one. No. no, I did see it in Boomerang. I did not see it here. And here's oh. but let me tell you why. And I'm so glad you brought it back to this because I forgot. I saw Angelica in love Mm. with Hamilton. I did not believe he was ever really in love with her. Now, when that night when they're going out and he says to Burr, it's not a matter of whether I marry them, it's which one. I mean, I think he was definitely looking to, and Angelica was there first. I don't know that he was in love with Angelica. I don't. I don't know. This is just my no, viewing of it. No, that's a good right? point because even when she goes on and on about um, the placement of the comma. Angelica? Yes, Angelica. <laughs> that's her. It is. Really projecting. It is. Oh, did he mean it this way? Did he it mean is. it that way? Yes. Um, that's true. And even when they first meet, when we're, the, the scene we're talking about where Angelica steps aside, he does say to her, to Eliza, like Angelica tried to take a... Uh, a right bite of me or whatever yes. but but my love for you is never in doubt you know and yes. and when he does that I promise I will love you you know what yes. it's like that growl like yes. he does despite that Angelica yeah. and whatever little thing was there I right. choose you exactly. exactly and that growl <laughs> way that he does it I, I it was weird at first you're like why is he doing that yeah. but then I'm like I think it's for emphasis yes. right yes yeah. so I mean there are lots of ways to see it I now that you've said your way I see it meaning like yeah. I, I'm not like oh no you're wrong but I saw it as he was in love with Eliza now he wasn't always a great partner something I no. struggle with right. as well of but course. but he was definitely like he was she was the one he wanted and not Angelica yeah. I, I yeah. just in, and again this is where I I am imputing myself I just know if I didn't want the person I was with I wouldn't be with them like I'm not gonna settle for a second yeah no and hell you, no. you know what and and I think that's true if I really loved Angelica I would have been with Angelica you know like that's not that's not a thing for me yeah <laughs> I don't yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. do that but yeah. but anyway, so then then again, as we already talked about, Lin Manuel Miranda and his Vanessa, their love story, it feels like he imbued a lot of their love story into Eliza and Alexander, which I mean, he would have had to at least somewhat. We don't know as much about truly. I guess there were the the letters between them, but she burned so many of them and. Right, right. What could he have really known about what was in their hearts? And I think he gave a lot of that to to them. And so, as you know, of course, I had to look up 
the love story. I have to look up these astrological matches. I have to know if this is going to work. So Alexander Mm -hmm. Hamilton, although the year is unknown, the year he was born, it's kind of up for debate between two different years. We do know that he is a Capricorn and Eliza Hamilton is Kate. Fill in the blank. A Leo. A Leo. (gasps) A Leo. Yes. So Alexander Hamilton Capricorn, Eliza Schuyler, Hamilton, a Leo. And then guess what else? Lin-Manuel Miranda. Oh, oh, go ahead. He's a Capricorn. She's a Leo, isn't she? And his wife is, Vanessa is a Leo. I I actually knew that. I knew that. That's where I thought, I don't ask me why I knew that because when I deep dived, I remember that her birthday. Yes. And I, so first thing I thought was Leo is fixed but the fire sign and Capricorn is earth sign, but cardinal. So I'm like, oh, this is like a really great balance of elements and also like where you are in the seasons, what that brings out for you. I was like, this is a good pairing. I did read it's a little bit of an odd couple because only because they're both alphas, which I also can see and like. It's again, this idea of like, it's they're never going to share power. They're never going to be equals, but the partnership is equal, right? Mm-hmm. The like one person leads, one person supports, one person then that person who supported, they lead and the other person supports. And that's my kind. I never looked for balance and equality. I've got no Libra in my chart. I'm not looking for that. I'm looking for push and pull dynamic relationship and I think that this is mm-hmm. And I've uh, got that rising Libra. See, I, the, those scales, the, I see you like to keep the them balance. a little even. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, that, that yes. and that's just what you're looking for. But this, to me, was, is such a great love story. And also, you know, we've talked about this. My husband was a biology major and then went to law school. Makes no right. fucking sense to me. And still to this day, it is something that fascinates me so much about him. And it's just a part of how he sees the world. Like Vanessa said, I'm a scientist at heart. My husband is a scientist at heart. He's still practicing oh, yeah. law. He is definitely a lawyer, but he is a scientist at heart. And and maybe it's just the way he sees the world is just yeah. through those kind of scientist that eyes. Lens. And I love it. And it mm-hmm. constantly provides me with like I'm like wow that and when he tells me oh I see this or I was thinking about this like he has this theory that we're all one organism and like does a blood cell know they're different from a bone cell and yet they are just Kate's body right like they all are on (laughs) in Kate's body but yet they don't know that they're they think they're separate but they're not in some ways and so I mean this is the way he thinks he talks me up about blood cells and and bone cells and and you're like no, I'm like, yeah. I love it. Tell me more. Because oh the way he says it, it makes sense to me. Because, right. But the things he uses as an example come from science. And I'm like, I have no idea what a blood cell does. But what you're describing to me makes perfect sense. And you're blowing my mind. And so I also love that they have a little bit of that. That she's yes. the scientist that went to law school. Oh my at gosh, Fordham. look at bring, yeah. bringing it back to astrology. How did I not think of that? Yes, yay. Oh, I told you because I rely on you to do that. See, yes. that's why. It's just like blocked out of my brain. I mean, it's but good. The it's Leo, good. oh, she seems like a Leo. I she, love She it. shines. You're right. She does really shine. And this is a person, meaning 
someone who is Lin-Manuel Miranda's wife mm-hmm. could be in danger of being eclipsed. No yes. way. Not Vanessa. Not going to happen. Not Mm-mm. her. Not a Leo. Not her. Nope. Not happening. And so mm-hmm. that is such a perfect partnership to me. Yeah, Just like Eliza and Hamilton. Yes. Can you believe that? And now uh, that blew my mind that they are both the same signs. That really That's blew my mind. Crazy. Crazy, right? Now I understand the people who have viciously come after me for being critical of normal people. Oh, <laughs> because exactly. I don't want to hear one bad thing about Hamilton. Oh, oh, I don't want to hear. Yeah, I don't want to hear any of it. I'm just, it's life fucking changing. And if it's not changing your life, that's fine. Just keep it to yourself. Yes, I just don't want to hear about it. I know. I'm with you. And and here's the other thing. I defended my criticism of normal people because I was like, look – it's my job to be critical. It's my job to compare the book with the show, seeing as I, my alliance is uh, with the first medium, which is the, the book. And mm-hmm. that's where it came from. That's Sally Rooney's brain. And there are just some issues with the adaptation. Now, clearly, there's some issues here. I even noticed them as I was watching it sometimes when they are not too close up, but just when you're in the live show, you don't, you get a fuller picture yes. of what's going on. And so, and I was like, no, no, won't even hear that, Corinne. Shut your own brain off. We will not even look at the difference or what the issue is with this adaptation to put it on the small screen. I don't care. I'm not interested. I love it. I just love it. I was at a dinner party once. This is before the movie came out, just with, with some really obnoxious sort of theatery people. And yes. this guy started criticizing Hamilton. And I, I didn't oh. know him. He was like an acquaintance at this party. And right? I, I I actually had to like physically remove myself because I thought, <laughs> you're going to go off on some dude you don't even know oh, simply because God. he doesn't like Hamilton. And I, I you're, I'm so listen, you know, I'm with you. I mean, you just yes. can't. And, no. and I guess people should know I guess that's why I would like to talk about how how we each sort of came to it because I think that does yes, show sort of does. our history or love affair with it and why we needed to talk about it and why we can't hear anything bad about it yes <laughs> I mean, yes so, fair enough yeah fair so yeah I I first saw this in previews in June of 2016 my law firm got tickets we always take like our summer associates or like our summer interns out to some fancy Broadway yes. show and we always try to get whatever is the hot new show. I yes. had I had no idea what it was. I didn't know what I was right. seeing. They told yes. me I'm on recruiting. They're like, you're coming. An hour before I'm leaving, I decide to Google Hamilton, the, the, the <laughs> musical, right? Now, again, so what is this? unless you're a theatery person, you probably right. didn't see it at the public. I know some people who right. did, but I didn't. I do too. And yeah. so I didn't know the hype from the public either. No, it's run there. And so I Google it and I'm like, all right, it's about cool. It's like a hip hop about the founding fathers, whatever. So Mm -hmm. my first time, I I literally didn't know what just happened to me when I left. I was legitimately like dumbfounded. I knew I had experienced something so magical and unprecedented, but I, I really could not put it into words. I just felt it deep down, and I, I said to you before, it's like the first time I saw Rent in 1994, right. or 95. Yes. It was yes. that kind of feeling. But yes. then, of course, after that, 
I always joke that what I should have done immediately when the show ended was go downstairs and buy tickets. That's the moron uh, in me, right? Yes, yes. Because then, of course, yes. you couldn't get them. Like, oh, the, no. Right. Yeah. Well, who I knew known? it was so great. Like, I should have at yes. least. But anyway, I wouldn't have known that the tickets would become impossible to get. But but then after that, and I know you did this too, and you'll we, I went into a black hole, a deep dive into <laughs> Google, right? And yes. not just Lin-Manuel Miranda. And this is the part that I think is kind of weird of me. That I deep (laughs) dove into the historical facts. Like I Mm. was an English major, really liked history though. My father taught American history. My brother teaches American history. But I was embarrassed like of how little I knew about Alexander Hamilton. Right. So I started Googling things about him, the Federalist Papers, (laughs) the issues, (laughs) the issues they debate in the cabinet rap battles. Yes. I literally was like looking those up. Like what was the beef between Jefferson and him? I mean- I was like a lunatic about that. It's so funny. It's so weird of me, right? That's the nerd right there in me. But, and then, of course, like everyone, I started obsessively listening to the soundtrack. So mm-hmm. then I got offered tickets by a client in October of 2016. So I saw it twice with the original cast. And that was a totally Ugh. different experience because now I had researched everything. I knew every word. Right. And I could really like pay attention to the details then. And I just... Yeah. So it was equally wonderful just a completely different experience right. and i i wonder now with people if they're just seeing the show the film right most of them have already know everything right and they've already know all yes. the words and you know so I, I i don't know i'm not saying one experience is better than the other it's just you know i could see yeah, it's that it's different, different. i know right so uh, when i saw it i although i saw it much later than either both of yours but still before I feel like it was just everywhere with the original cast at Richard Rogers Theater I knew not I knew nothing other than it was supposed to be amazing and I was supposed to love it and I hate things I'm supposed to love (laughs) yeah so I was kind of not interested in in seeing it but Ian got me the tickets for my birthday and I, as we discussed before this, you had told me. Now you telling me it's worth it. I was like, okay. Now you're not a hype person for right. hype's sake. Right. I've never. You're not a bandwagon person. As like, if something's great, you'll be on that bandwagon, but not for the sake of like everyone else is doing it. Right. So when I heard it from you, I was like, okay, fine. But I knew nothing. I knew no songs. I knew nothing about what I was going to be seeing, other than yeah, hip hop and history. Right. And I, was like uh, I'm actually not particularly into either one of those things mm-hmm. overly so I was not that excited I was a political science major so I did know a lot of this stuff and I did heavily focus in my political science major on constitutional law th- which obviously focuses a lot on the founding fathers and how the constitution came to be so mm-hmm. I did know a bunch of that stuff but n- not through the lens of history but through the lens of maybe the supreme court and how all of those things came about right so I was like all right and I, I didn't know any songs. I didn't know any words. I didn't know anything. And I left the same way you did the first time. Just like, what just happened to me? I remember Ian and I left the theater and couldn't get a cab, of course. And we were just walking across town from the west side to the east side, like in stunned silence. Yeah. Like, it was, I, I think I was just like, I know my life has changed and I have no idea how or why, but like, it felt on a cellular level, yeah. like I was a different person. Mm-hmm. But but 
after that, we became obsessed in my house and my kids, who I would never have taken to it, were obsessed and knew every song and every word to every song. So when they saw it, I was wondering, like they just saw it, you know, two nights ago for the very first time. And I was wondering how it now looks to them. But I don't know. Because I also said this to you. I felt like I saw it 50 times. I had seen it once. Yeah. Once. (laughs) No, but you feel like you know every bit of it. Yeah, because I knew the word. And it's the songs and the stories and the whole thing. So I imagine it was amazing to see the stage part of it brought to life on, on your TV screen. But it really is about just loving the story and the music and all of the themes. And, oh, it's just, it really is about the soundtrack. It's a musical. Yeah, exactly. But it must be nice to be able to put all of the visuals. And, God, I forgot how stunning the stage show is. Yeah, yeah. With the way it's the circular motion and the way they're things are with the eye of the hurricane and also the duels the way they're positioned and also the simple way that like the Skylar sisters come on and they're walking and they're not walking they're staying in place and oh it's just amazing so good oh well you know that my children did not share your children's love for it and it was it was deeply disturbing (laughs) to me but I I can't control what they like that's okay and when they like it correct because it really and maybe they're just reacting to the hype I'm actually so so surprised how many young kids like it I I mean yes I thought my 10 year old because he just finished fourth grade and they literally just finished doing like the road to the revolution and the constitution I thought that might be the hook for him Mm. I don't know like I have a friend with a first grader who is obsessed and I'm like yeah what is that what does that say about this show that it can it can even appeal to like young kids who clearly can't be following you know 80 percent of the historical aspect of it my daughter actually learned to read I'm not kidding she learned to read the Hamilton the book that he put out that has you know all the lyrics to all of the songs that's how she learned to read that's like unbelievable so, look at that yeah and also funny that you say that because now when she just watched it on friday she goes this is a lot about politics <laughs> 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 which i don't think she really realized you get caught up in the melodies mm-hmm. in the drama in the the kind of rise and fall of the story i don't think you realize it's a lot about history and politics you don't have to and I think that's what resonates with little kids I know it did for mine that was what they were really into for sure yeah so my kids hopefully they'll come around (laughs) yes they will they will because I I can't hear any criticism so yes too bad (laughs) either keep it to yourself (laughs) exactly good stuff yeah. Well, this was so much fun. I know. I mean, we could talk about this all day. We could. We have talked about this for days and days. Years. We have, We've talked about this right. for years. Years now. Years. <laughs> so to and finally... now everyone can see it. And that's just, yes. just such a great thing. And also, silver lining to the pandemic, because this was not movie was not supposed to be released, I think, for another two years. Because now releasing the movie does undercut, to some extent, ticket sales. Yes. But seeing as there's no ticket sales and Broadway is not going on right now, 
that was the pandemic was truly the impetus to release this now yes. and so they said it was the fastest fast track a, yeah. a movie has ever gotten so thank god for that silver linings there we go all right kate yay good time this has been pop fiction women with corinne and kate if you enjoyed this show please tell the complicated women in your life and the men who love them Yes, tell them to listen. And then to follow on Spotify or review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And of course, share on social media. Tag us with your favorite books, TV shows, and movies starring complicated women on Facebook and Instagram at Pop Fiction Women or on Twitter at Pop underscore Women. For more coverage of the women you love or to find out if you qualify as a complicated woman, go to popfictionwomen.com and keep it complicated.